What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Why Not Game podcast. One, two, Happy Wednesday, my dudes and dudettes. It's me, Benjamin P. And joining me today and every day, the delectable DJ. And of course, the zaddy is daddy is of all, Travis. I love that name. I'm not going to lie. It's going to be there more fitting, go. though, once I actually have a kid. Travi Daddy. Well, I guess, but then it'll be kind of weird. Well, I mean, that's true. <laughs> I mean, actually, it'll be like less weird, but then like also yes. more weird. It we, would be. We are with you today and almost every day because you missed last week. You know, that's true. You know, I was feeling a yeah, wee bit there's... blue under the weather, yes. you know, but we're back. Yeah. We're ready to talk some video games and we've got a doozy yes. for you. But before we start with that, Travi Daddy, how's it going? It's going great, man, guy. Um, I'm doing good. Been playing uh, quite a bit of what we're going to be talking about. So I don't want to explain how I normally got what I got. Because um, I want to save for what we're going to talk about here in a minute. But um, yeah, been great. Just staying busy, man. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. DJ, what about you? How's it going? And things are good. Um, you know, work's keeping me busy. Gaming is also keeping me busy. Family is keeping me busy. Um, but, you know, life is good. Life is good. We are definitely um, having a good week. Actually jumped into the Christmas spirit a little early, put our Christmas tree up already, even though it is um, on, well, as recording date, November 3rd. But you guys are hearing this on the 9th. But, uh, yeah, we got our Christmas tree up and um, started to get out some of the decorations. So, yeah, we're rolling, man. What about you? Nice. You know, personally, I got a wee bit of a cough. You know, I'm trying to contain it here because I don't want to blow anyone's eardrums out. Uh, but, you know, I'm feeling fantastic. You know, there's been Good. a lot of information that's kind of been dropped on our feet, in our laps, if you will. Um Specifically, what I'm talking about is just over the past two days. And again, you know, DJ just said we're recording this on November 3rd. But over the past two days, PlayStation has announced some pretty major things. Both of this you look like true. you have no idea what I'm talking about. Nope. The only thing I saw was that PlayStation lost its mascot to Xbox, Crash Bandicoot. Well, that's old news. DJ, do you know what I'm talking about? Um, does it have anything to do with the fact that they've lost over 2 million PlayStation Plus subscribers since starting their new tier? Absolutely not. Absolutely oh. not. What's interesting, though, about that is that they've lost 2 million subscribers, but they're actually still bringing in more money. This is true. This so is that's true. pretty cool. Because of the tier oh, structures. Oh, yes, everybody. Oh, because everybody upgraded. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. here's the thing, right? Yesterday, so Wednesday, you know. They announced, you know, the PlayStation VR 2. They announced its release date and its price point, right? And, Hmm. you know, the PSVR 2, it's something you, it's an attachment to your PS5. Uh, It's a, obviously it's a VR device. 
looks incredible. I'm excited to to have this and to participate in this. Um, as both of you know, because you've both experienced with me, you know, I have that the PSVR, uh, the original. It is pretty you know, fun. It's tons yes. of fun. Well, this new one, you know, it, it ups the ante a little bit. Um, it looks even more incredible. And the technology behind it is kind of like pushing, pushing boundaries. But the price point. So to those that don't know, the price point for this thing is $550 for Holy the headset. Cow. Now keep it's in like mind. a second PlayStation. Now keep in mind, right? That's more expensive than the PlayStation. And with that, this isn't just no, a... That's, a the, that's the current price for PS5. It's 550 is it? They upped the pricing on it, yeah. Did they up the price in America? I thought they only upped that overseas. Uh, everywhere I've looked, it's five fifty now in America. Interesting, too. fabulous. Well, still, right? So now, not only do you need to have PSVR two to be able to play games, you also have to have a PS five. So that's eleven hundred dollars to be able to access this system. So that being said, you know, to all our faithful listeners out there, um, you know, get Benjamin P a PSVR two. Uh, Pre orders open on November fifteenth. You know, I've already pitched my lovely fiance on the idea of, you know, getting this for me. And so I'm going to pitch it to the audience as well. Right. We would love to play games in virtual reality. And yeah, that's one big chunk of information that I thought was pretty incredible. That's one. They kind of just like shadow dropped this in a blog post. They didn't even do like a big event about it. And so I'm thinking that they know this is going to be pretty niche. The market for this, you know, VR, I want VR to take off. I have the original PSVR. But the fact that they're not giving it the attention of like a a PlayStation Direct or anything like that, it just seems odd to me. I really think they should because I'm looking on their website now and it says that the PlayStation VR 2 is going to come with Horizon Call of the Mountain, which is like... Um the PlayStation exclusive game uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. It's like that same game, but it's called uh, Call of the Mountain. So it actually looks pretty cool. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so I'm, I'm very curious, you know, about their, their rollout strategy here. But, you know, more power to them. Probably won't be able to pre-order that and get it day one, but, you know, we will be playing games on PSVR 2 soon. Enough. But the other piece of excitingness coming from PlayStation is that today, media outlets, reviews for God of War have been released. God of War Ragnarok. And, you know, none of us have played, you know, God of War 2018. And especially, obviously, not God of War Ragnarok. Well, no, I'm just kidding. I haven't. I am blown away by the reception of God of War Ragnarok, and I'm super excited to cover it um, because almost every outlet that I've seen is giving it a perfect score, mm-hmm. saying that this and Elden Ring are the two games to beat, you know, at the Game Awards. People, you know, when Elden Ring released, everyone was like, it's a shoe in for Game of the Year. But now with God of War Ragnarok, they're like, I don't know which one's better. And so... yeah. You know, we started. But I think they really need to wait till Frontier Sonic Frontiers comes out too, because that comes out Friday. Ah, I'm just kidding. That's <laughs> true. 
has no shot compared to God of War Ragnarok no. or no. or else. The day the day Sonic regains its status to be worthy of Game of the Year, which this coming from a huge Sonic fan that that I am, I will be the happiest man on the planet when when Sega brings Sonic to that type of glory back, you know, to the same glory he had back in the nineties and even the early two thousands with the adventure franchise. Those games were absolutely phenomenal. Yes. yes. And we've been talking about a lot of things that aren't related to our game that we're going to talk about this week. But I have one more question. Actually, yes. no. I'm going to save it for no. later. Cool. I'm going to save it for later. Actually, no. I think I'm going to ask it now. All right. <laughs> I'm only going to take about two to 20 minutes of your time. But here's my question. How could you host the episode on one of the greatest mobile games of all time, Marvel Snap, and say that it is a 5 out of 10 and a 6 out of 10? <laughs> the audacity. Facts. Very the disappointing. Not, the game is not good. Very disappointing. Listening, if you cannot tell, Benjamin P is highly upset at our review of last week's game. (laughs) The game is absolutely phenomenal. One. In a nutshell, real quick, Ben, give us your spiel on it so you can have a say in everything, too. This game is easily the best mobile game I've ever played outside of Pokemon Go. Period. The simplicity. The quickness, the beautiful artwork on display, phenomenal. I heard the big complaint was the paywall, pay to win. This game is not pay to win, not pay to win at all. Y'all just are terrible at strategy. That's all it is. You need to get a bigger brain. You need to strategize better, and you'll do just fine. No, I disagree. I disagree wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly. And that's that, but it's okay. I disagree. That's all right. I respectfully disagree again. Yes. (laughs) Love to everyone. We all have different views on this game. I do enjoy it, though, just to clarify. I do enjoy playing it, Uh but... I don't. I I even re-downloaded it, it, but I don't. (laughs) I don't enjoy the game at all. I... I, I've played it once since I've re-downloaded it because I talk, we were talking to Ben and he's like, I was like, all right, you know what? Just for you, I'll re-download it. I played it once since then. I won, but it sucked. I was like, there, I don't care. There's nothing about this that's enjoyable. Ladies and gentlemen, we have some very sad news to announce. Uh, this will be <laughs> Travis's last episode <laughs> on the Why Not Game podcast. <laughs> Uh, and he does not uh, have a resume to apply for other podcasts, so if you're listening, we, we no, will not kidding. give you the <laughs> reference. All right, all right. Enough of the uh, whatever this is. Let's go ahead and jump into our game of the week. Drum roll. Which is... Okay. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot's. Dun, dun. Yes. And yes, before we yes, start talking yes. about this juicy goodness <sighs> of a game, DJ, why don't you hit us with some numbers? 
All right. Well, to all you anime fans out there, today's By the Numbers are brought to you by Sensu U, able, um, a quick five-step program on how to grow your own Sensu beans, which has, if you can figure it out, I'm proud of you. All right, guys. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot was released January 16th of 2020. Um, that was in Japan. And then it hit everywhere else on January 17th. So we had to, that was like the longest 24 hours of Dragon Ball fans' lives outside of Japan. Um, it is an action RPG with a little bit of fighting element in there. Um, for those of you that know anything about Dragon Ball, you know what you're getting into with those games. It is available for PS4, Xbox One, Windows, uh, Stadia, and Nintendo Switch. Although it did take until uh, September of 2021 to be released on the Switch. But um, good news for everybody else that wants to upgrade or play other versions. October, I'm sorry, uh, January 13th of next year, of 23, it will be coming to PS5 and Xbox Series X and S. So just wanted to wanted to throw that out there and, for you as well. And... And just and, to add, and, yes, to my friends that own that game on the PS4 or Xbox One, that's a free upgrade. Yes, it is. Which it is, is fabulous. To it. Good job. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Nope, nope. You're good. You're good. Jumping in. That's all right. That's all right. Um, the Metacritic scores were not that high, though, which I was, I was a little bit shocked when I figured this out. But um, the highest was for the Nintendo Switch at a 78. Um, Xbox, PlayStation, and PC all came in at 73. So although not terrible, it did not get better reviews than I thought it would. Um, GameSpot gave it 7 out of 10. Game Informer gave it 8 out of 10. Um, as of December of 2021, which is the last known count for this so far, it sold 4.5 million copies of the game. And that includes the standard edition, the deluxe edition and the legendary edition. And uh, yeah, it, um, it was, it had mixed reviews, fair reviews, but overall, I think it did. I think it did well. Um, and last little nugget here. It was the third best, the third highest selling dragon ball game in the entire franchise behind Dragon Ball Fighter Z or Fighters however you want to pronounce that one and the original Dragon Ball Budokai when that came out for the PS2 that was me and Ben played that quite a bit so oh, Budokai was the game yep it was good it was good so there you have it that's this week's by the numbers fabulous thank you so much for that DJ sure. so enlightening so informative everything that screams DJ Fabulous. That's right. So Dragon Ball Z Kakarot is not your typical Dragon Ball Z game. In fact, this game kind of made waves and built a lot of excitement because it was the first Dragon Ball Z game that wasn't just a fighter. Right? We've had yes. Dragon Ball Xenoverse, Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2, where we've seen a little bit of this where we have a character that we create. We're kind of walking around our city, our station, our hub, and we're doing little combat events here and there. You know, But this actually puts us in the shoes 
of our main characters of the Dragon Ball Z lore. So we are actually playing as Goku. And in fact, when this game starts, we're playing as Goku, and Goku's trying to cook some fish for his family. So he has to actually go fishing, and he has to go and find a fish to cook. Which, if any of those have watched the anime, recall that is one of the very first things that happened in the Dragon Ball Z anime. And so, you know, gameplay is huge in this game. But then again, so is story, right? But to any Dragon Ball Z fan, or anyone that's played a Dragon Ball Z game before, you know the story. You know, but to those that might be less inclined to the knowledge that I have. Um, Travis, DJ, which one do you want to tackle this? I'm, Unless you want to, DJ. I don't, I don't mind. I don't mind. I am. I've been. I've been highly anticipating this all day. So, the I feel like all it, of us have pretty much watched all of Dragon Ball, have we not? Yes, one thousand. Okay. Yeah. So yes. I figured that all three of us could hit on this pretty well. So go oh, ahead, yeah. DJ. I'll let you take it. All right. So, so the story of Dragon Ball Z, um, obviously it takes place where Dragon Ball left off and that's a whole nother can of worms there. We'll get into that at some point. Um, but yes, it starts out there in, in the game where you're, you know, fishing, trying to get food for your family, that kind of thing for dinner that night. Um, Lo and behold, like without even skipping a beat, because even in the first episode of the Dragon Ball Z part of the part of the anime, um, you're hit with the arrival of Raditz, an evil an evil Saiyan that is, you know, claims to be Goku's brother. Well, long story short, yeah, it's his brother. Goku then, you know, finds out he's from another planet, everything's true, all all these lingering questions from Dragon Ball end up getting answered within the first season of Dragon Ball Z. And it just like releases a whole bunch of, Oh wow. That kind of feeling. So you go through this game, you go through each and every saga of the Dragon Ball Z series. You've got the, the Saiyan saga with Raditz, Vegeta and Nappa. Then you've got, you know, the Frieza saga and the Namek saga, then the androids and cell and even Majin Buu there at the end. So you definitely get all 292 episodes of Dragon Ball Z crammed into this game. It's absolutely incredible. It's really cool how they, you know, created this game with the, the ability to explore, right? Because this is an open world game. Yes. And most Dragon Ball Z games that have come out, you know, you go to a certain location, you have a mission, or maybe you just click the button and you start fighting, right? It's a lot yeah. of cutscenes. We see the story unfolding, and it's always the same story. There might be a little bit of variation, especially with Xenoverse 1 and 2 being with that time travel element involved. But They're a lot of times. exactly the same. Right. You know, we're going through and we're. We know we have the Saiyan Saga, we have the Frieza Saga, Cell, Majin Buu. We know that that's kind of the cycle of how things go. What's really cool about this game is, as DJ said, it really purposes and embodies the entire show, the entire anime, the entire source work. And it does that by not only having those big encounters, those big boss fights, but it also, because, you know, if you've ever watched Dragon Ball Z, there will be a fight between two people. It might last three episodes. Mm -hmm. The single fight. 
you know, but there's side pieces, side content happening throughout those episodes where it's like other characters are doing this and doing that. And what's really cool about this game is it actually gives us some of those filler activities by yes. way of, you know, side quests. One of the, mm-hmm. in one of the episodes, I believe it's Piccolo and Goku have to get their driver's license. And yep. there's actually a side quest in this game <laughs> where you have to drive a car and you have to get your driver's license, right? And so mm-hmm. it's really cool how they're taking like little pieces where, you know, when I think about the story of Dragon Ball Z, I don't think about the episode where they're getting their driver's license, but having that happen in the game, you know, cued that memory. Oh, that did happen in the show. And they really, they were able to kind of connect with a lot of the characters that aren't our, our, you know, core group, the Z fighters. Um, And it was really cool how they used not only the the story and the main missions, but also they used those side quests to really strengthen the overall uh, strength, strengthen the strength. That doesn't make sense, but strengthen the appeal of this game and draw it closer to the source material. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah I there's... thought that was really cool how they did that. Um, and it's cool. I don't know if you guys ever talked or uh, went back and looked at like the encyclopedia that they have and like the pause menu in the game. It actually, you can go back and if this is someone that if you're listening to this and you've like wondered, like wanted to watch Dragon Ball, but you're like, that's a lot of episodes, uh, play the game and you will get the entire story. Uh, I basically call this like the abridged game because it's like the abridged series. Um, There's a lot of filler episodes that they used in the anime to um, kind of pad the series so that it could finish out. So then that way, as the manga finishes, then the series would finish too. Um, But it's really neat because if you go in that encyclopedia, you can even watch like the clips again. Like, so if you forgot something and you're like, wait, what happened or whatever, then you can go back and see that little clip or you can even go back and read like, oh, that's okay. That's what happened before. Yep. For sure. Yeah, so much, so much cool there with the gameplay and just the story. Now there is, there is a part of the anime that is not included in this game. And I was very disappointed to find out that the Garlic Jr. Saga, the little saga there in between um, Frieza and the androids where Goku is still out in space somewhere and then it's up to Gohan, Krillin and Piccolo to you know save the world because Garlic Jr. escaped from the dead zone so you've got like seven or eight episodes there that oh, I yeah. guess the anime made for filler or, or what. Something but, uh, probably. Yeah but, I forgot yeah. about that. But yeah, if we but think about was, it you know when we think about most Dragon Ball Z games is Garlic Jr. included in those? No, no, no. You know, I was no. just hoping so, this would be the one that did. Right, right. <clears throat> now, you know, the story is superb. You know, any fan of the of the anime, any fan of you know Dragon Ball Z games in the past, you know, this was something that a lot of people were looking forward to because it was that open world, that RPG element where we truly got to become Goku or excuse me, mm-hmm. we became, we became Kakarot and we were able to explore and to, to learn different abilities and, and things like that. And a lot of people yes. were, were worried when this game come, came out, 
because if you've played a Dragon Ball Z game, you have so many different fighters that you could be. And so a lot of people were worried that, oh no, like it's Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, so I'm only going to be able to play as Goku. But that's not the case. That's not the case at all. In fact, there are 11 playable characters in this game, Mm -hmm. which in my opinion, that's an astronomical number of playable characters, but there's 11. Oh, that's so a my, really great for yeah. a game that's being considered like solely based on Kakarot or Goku, whatever you want to call them. Like, I think that that's that's incredible. The fact that you yeah. play as eleven different people. Yeah. yeah. So the you've characters, Gohan, you've got Piccolo, you've got tons. So here's the thing, right? Now with the eleven, we have to take into account that the different sagas are taking place in different time periods. So, for instance, Kid Gohan, Teen Gohan, and Adult Gohan are all considered their own character, not one character, because they have different movesets. They have, I mean, different. They, they're different, you know? So we have Goku, Piccolo. We have Gohans. We have Vegeta. We have Future Trunks. Yes. We have Gotenks. We have Vegito. We have Krillin. Yeah. Yeah, and some of the side quests anyway. I don't remember yeah. if he's in the main story, but he is in side quests. Yeah. Now, those are the characters that we can control. We also have characters we can add to our party that will fight alongside us, right? Yeah, yes. no, that's even more. Like that Krillin. Yeah. Like the Yamcha. Right. right. And yes. 18 at some point. Right. There's mm-hmm. so many yeah. characters. <clears throat> and this is a character-driven story. You know, this anime is driven by the characters. And so it's nice that in this game, we're able to actually, you know, go on this journey with all of the characters and truly experience it to its fullest effect. But my question Mm -hmm. for you all is, which of those characters or any character would be your favorite? Well, not not counting Goku, obviously, because I feel like that's a that's a cop out answer for a lot of people. Oh, Goku is my favorite because you know that's basically what Dragon Ball is known. You know, when you see Goku, you think Dragon Ball. <clears throat> but aside from Goku, I would have to go with Future Trunks. Mm. See, I've always liked Future Trunks, but yeah. I think my favorite is going to have to be Gohan. It just his character as a whole, kid, teen, yep. even adult, into the yeah. new anime movie. Gohan yeah. is a literal, like even his new form. Gohan is a beast. Yes, yes. Gohan is insane. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of go on out of out of left field here, right? And it's not a playable character, but it is a character that will fight with you. I'm gonna say Krillin. Okay. I'm going to go with Krillin. Um, he's just an all-around loyal dude since Dragon Ball. You know, he's been sticking with Goku. Um, yep. he's He gives his best effort. And not to mention, he bagged a baddie in Android 18. And somehow, somehow, this man and this ro- android had a baby. Now... Well- uh-uh, I don't can, explain. Can, they, don't not explain it to me. Let me live with this imagination real quick. 
I don't want to know the nitty gritty details. I wanted to save that for my imagination. All right. Somehow. Can we also talk about the fact how the man was bald 90% of the show and then towards the end he grew hair? You know why? Yes. Power move. That is a power move. It is. He settled down. He settled down. Didn't want to fight. That strength anymore. that surpasses Goku right there. Yeah. Going from That's bald it. to growing hair. That's it. You never seen Goku do that. My father could no, never. Goku's, Goku's hair never changed. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? I said my father could never. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't joke because my hair's going away. Yeah. And DJ, too. you're almost too. there too. Yikes. I know. I know. But, uh, man, this game, though, it is so, so cool. So good. Yes. The story is incredible. Um, is it too early to jump into the DLC gameplay? I say go for it. Okay. So the DLC, which is available in both the Deluxe and um, Legendary Editions, you can also upgrade if you just have the regular one. Um, the DLC, I think they've got three episodes out for it so far. Um, I myself am only halfway through episode two because the grinding in these DLCs is just incredible. You you got a lot. Because you can surpass level 100 in the game. Once you max out there, the DLCs require you to go higher. But the stories in the DLCs, if anybody's you know familiar with the whole entire anime, then... You'll be excited to know if you don't already that Dragon Ball Super is basically where the animes take, or is basically where the DLCs take place. Um, chapter one of the DLC, you're you encounter uh, Whis and Lord Beerus for the first time, and you're you know you're training on their planet, and you're doing all this stuff, fighting him, trying to get stronger, blah blah blah. Uh, chapter two is of course where Golden Frieza shows up. Um, you know, and Frieza's back for the 85th time in the franchise, it seems like, because he's, yeah, he's like yeah. Goku's biggest, biggest big bad, I guess you would really? say. He's the biggest. I mean, biggest in all enemy. honesty, Frieza's yeah. pretty boss. He's yeah, like my yeah. favorite villain. Yeah, Frieza's definitely the big bad that just keeps on coming back. And then Chapter 3 does the Future Trunks and the Goku Black part of part of Dragon Ball Super. So I have wow. not yet gotten there. I've only watched video cutscenes and things like that because I'm not good enough or patient enough to level up my character to like level yeah. one thirty or one forty to get there. Um but uh but yeah once you get in those two like all of your normal enemies you'll encounter while flying around are like souped up in insanely OP'd like, yeah. you know, this little Cyberman you might fight that's normal level 30 or whatever is like 110 and you're just, you get your butt kicked and you're sitting there spending hours and every hit you make, if you're not a high enough level, you're only knocking away like one or two HP and they've got like, you know, 17,000. So it's going to take you a while. Wow. But, but if you're, you know, if you like the grind, if you like the challenge, and if you just want to see the story, I definitely recommend playing it through. Um, if you have not yet watched the Dragon Ball Super anime, um, definitely play the DLCs to kind of give you a little sneak peek of what you're going to get into because Dragon Ball Super has has a lot of cool stuff. 
So See, I've never, yeah, I've never watched Super. Oh, it's well, good. I just, I just spoil it a little bit for you. Well, that's okay. That's all right. I didn't play the DLC either. You know, this is okay. a game for me. You know, I went through when it originally when it came out. Mm-hmm. I played it. You know, I went for the platinum. I got the platinum in this game. Um, and here recently, you know, I've been replaying it and kind of you know refamiliarizing myself with it. And you know, I really, really enjoyed. I really enjoyed the game for the most part. You know, is it a game that I would want to necessarily, if I had to start from zero and pick it up again after having already played it, would I go and like get the platinum again? Like when it releases for PS5, right? Will I get the PS5 version to go for the platinum again? Probably not because it was kind of, you know, as you were saying, some of it, it does become a grind, you know, getting to that max level to where you're mm-hmm. able to fight some of those late game in game enemies. Yes. Um, yes. It can be a grind. Yeah. Uh, but is it something that I pick up time and again, you know, kind of because of like replayability? No, it's right. not. Right. I feel like the thing that, you know, this game was great because it had that, you know, that linear story and it had that, you know, open world element and that RPG element where you were able to kind mm-hmm. of go through. But one thing that I thought it was lacking, in my own opinion, is you know, access and replayability. Because if we think about, you know, the past Dragon Ball Z game that came out, not including fighters, but a story-based game like Xenoverse 2 and Xenoverse 1, at any point in the game, I could go and replay any story mission, Mm -hmm. any side mission, anything like that. Whereas for this game, that wasn't the case. No, you yes. could only you you could only do it after you complete the game and get so far then you would have access to Trunks Time Machine. After you beat the final Majin Buu fight, then you get Trunks Time Machine there at Capsule Corp and you can go and go to whatever mission or level or chapter you wanted right. to go to. So you had to wait mm-hmm. like right. like most games. Yeah. You get chapter select at the end. Yeah. And which I appreciate because that's awesome. Like when doing the side quests or whatever, they would tell you like certain side quests could only be done between this time period. And if you go any further, it's going to be gone. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of games that I've played before that do not do that. And so I'm like, Oh crap. Now I just missed a side quest that could have got me something really cool. Or it just would have been something neat for me to do. Like I, that's me. I'm like a completionist in that sense. Right. Mm -hmm. I want to do every single side quest. So it's taken me forever to get far in this game. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It is fun. One thing I do want to mention, I know we're spending a lot of time on gameplay and we've got other stuff to get to, but I just I like the fact that you can actually collect the Dragon Balls. Yeah. Once you get past a certain point in this game, you can go through and you can collect the Dragon Balls and make wishes for, oh my gosh, I'm trying to remember what they money. are now, but money and other things like that. And you can cook food to make yourself stronger, give yourself more ability points, that kind of thing. So there's, there's a lot of other stuff you can do. Um, there's Z orbs that are just floating all over the open world. You can just go and grab yep. those to help with, again, help with your leveling up process and maxing out your abilities and things like that. So there's, there's so, so much there. Yeah. So the gameplay, the three, and uh, wishes 
you can ask for are Z orbs being rich and rare items. And then there's also, that's right. That's right. There's also, um, one time wishes where you can resurrect villains to refight them and have a rematch with them. Yes. And if I'm not mistaken, that's part of a little journey you take to unlock a hidden boss that you need to beat in order to get the platinum, which is, and I can't remember his name, but the villain from Xenoverse. Mira. Oh, Turtles? Mira, Mira. that's right. Yeah, Mira is one of the hidden bosses in Kakarot. Yep. So, Which surprisingly only took me one or two chances. Yeah, you know, overall, I don't think the game was extremely difficult. Um, mm-hmm. It just became, you know, a bit of a grind near the end. Mm-hmm. Just to, like, level up and to be able to complete some of those, you know, late game missions and things like that. But, you know, overall, I think that the story obviously is fantastic. You haven't seen Dragon Ball Z. Um, you know, maybe this will entice you to want to watch the show. And if you have seen it, you know, you're going to love some of the the callbacks, you know, in those side missions that, that we mentioned earlier. Gameplay is great. You know, you have those open world elements where you're able to kind of explore. But then when you go into the missions and you get into the combat, the combat's really good. Mm-hmm. I think the combat in this game is, uh, I, I don't necessarily like it better than the Xenoverse games because I don't want to say I don't want to compare it to Dragon Ball Fighters because Fighters is the two D. Um, right, is it yeah, Fighters two diff- D? Totally different gameplay style. Yeah. Right. Well. Yeah. yeah. It is, but it's not. Yeah, it's a weird genre, but that okay. is a good game, though. Yes. I've never played it. I'll have it on my Switch. Next time I'm at the house, we should play. Let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah, it's fun. I forget what I was saying, but... The fighting style. Yes, the fighting style. You know, the fighting, the combat's good. Um, The skill tree's pretty cool. You know, this is the first game that really gives us the ability to, like, have a skill tree to, like, strengthen our character. Most games, Mm -hmm. you know, you're able to kind of learn the abilities if you unlock them. Um, whereas this game, you know, gives us the ability via the skill tree where we're able to kind of select the path we want to go on. Um, right. You can level up your Kamehameha waves. You can level up your Gallic guns and all that kind of stuff too, which makes it, makes it good. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, now the, the third and final thing we typically talk about is, is kind of like the world, the graphics. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, what are your thoughts on this game graphically? Well, they did use Unreal Engine, and Unreal Engine has, I don't think has ever let me down yet in any game I played as far as graphic design and stuff goes, but I think they did really well with the animation, with making it making it look very much like the anime. Now, granted, you know, Dragon Ball Z came out in the 80s in Japan, so, of course, the animation was a little different, but, but they... They made it very, very similar, in my opinion. You know, you got Planet Namek, which, you know, looks just like it did in the Frieza saga when, you know, everything's going on there. And then when it's about to blow up and things like that. And just, yeah, I, I like it. I do. Travis? Yeah, I'd say I liked it pretty well. Uh, it was pretty reminiscent of what it looked like in the show, except it, in some parts it, to me, looked a little bit more polished. 
Um, it looked yep. a little bit cleaner. So, but there was also, and, and that's maybe just me, but I have like a bit of nostalgia for watching like the original when it was aired in the like nineties or the, um, whatever, whenever it was in America, like that, yeah. to me, I loved that style too. Like the way like Piccolo's arm looked and all that stuff and mm-hmm. with the, all mm-hmm. that. Yeah. That, that was really cool. But I think game low, like in the game. Yeah. Everything in the game. I loved it visually was, was great. It was yeah, very no, I, detailed, very detailed. Yeah. And I, I agree with, with Travis, how, how he used that word polished. Like it looked, it looked super clean. It looked super nice. You know, one thing that I am excited about, and I probably will, I know I was just talking about how I don't know that I'd play it again, you know, with the, the you know, next gen edition coming out in January. But, you know, they're actually adding, um, I was just looking here, and they're adding a, uh, it's going to have faster to load times, um, oh, gameplay God. up to 60 frames per second. And they also wow. say new visual details that enhance the immersion into the world of Dragon Ball. And oh, that part there cool. excites me yeah. because, yes. you know, that immersive piece, you know, would really be really cool and exciting to see, you know, what that actually means, you know? Yep. And so yep. when that comes out in January, I might take a look. You know, I have Kakarot. If it's a free upgrade, I might have to, you know, plug it in there and, you know, play a mission or two, try it out. And, you know, we'll yeah. go from there. Yeah. We'll go from there. Definitely. You know. I'm all for it. I like it. Yeah. Any any uh, thoughts before we go around and give our review here? I do um, have a funny story with this game. Go for it. Okay. Do it. So I've literally purchased this game three separate times. Um, <laughs> in fact, but hear me out, hear me out. So the first time I had a PS4, it was when I moved back to Florida. And uh, so I had that and found out that PlayStation sucks when you don't have internet. And so True. it completely erased all of my data. So I was like, well, this is stupid. And instead of taking a baseball bat to it, I got rid of it. Uh, my PlayStation and all the games. And then I got it for my Xbox and then um, played it. And then my Xbox crapped out Then I traded it in and all that stuff. And then I finally got the Xbox working again. And so literally just the other day, my wife and I, after church, went to Walmart and found they had one copy left for like 20 bucks, brand new. And I was like, I want it. So I there we it. go. <laughs> That's beautiful. Love it. That is absolutely love it, love beautiful. It, love it. It's a beautiful story. Yes. Um, I do like, too, how, again, we said that it is such an open world and you can basically fly wherever you want to at any given moment in the series. You could go to, you know, the the frozen area where Dr. Giroux's lab was. You can go to Corin Tower and there at the bottom of Corin Tower, you see Upa's, um, Upa's little wigwam slash TP, whatever you want to call it. You know, and those are characters you barely see little cameos of throughout Dragon Ball Z. They were, they were big, big players in the original Dragon Ball um, back when Goku was a child, and uh, it was just very cool that you know you have them as characters in this game to do side yeah. quests with, and yeah. you know things like that. So, and then the fact that you can travel to King Kai's planet is just insane. I like it. Yeah, this you know, game. There's, 
there's there's a lot. Yeah, this game had had so many cool callbacks, you know, to to the series as a whole, to Dragon Ball, to Dragon Ball Z, um, mm-hmm. even to other games, right? Dragon Ball Zero Xenoverse, you know, having yeah. Mira be the boss there, mm-hmm. which I didn't realize that that was he's not in the anime. Yeah, no, nope. he's not. He is a Dragon Ball Xenoverse creation. Mm-hmm. I believe that was his first I, appearance. Was yeah, wow, Xenoverse. You know, I, I recently yep. you know discovered that, so that's pretty incredible. Um, well, I'm going to yeah. start us off, you know, talking about the reviews of the game. Uh, this is a game, you know, I've always been a a fan of Dragon Ball Z. In fact, it wasn't too long ago that I started with Dragon Ball. And I watched the anime through. To Dragon Ball Z, I didn't go to GT or Super or anything after that, uh, just because life, you know? And that was kind of the nostalgia that I remember. Um, First off, Master Roshi, what a perv. Um, But, you know, (laughs) you love love to see it. You love to see it. (laughs) Nothing better than a pervy old man. Um, But the game... uh, the callbacks, like I've said several times, that really like kind of created the the world that I was looking for in this game. Um, and it it's not necessarily my favorite Dragon Ball game, um, but it is in my top three, and I'd say it's probably there at number three. Um, so with that, I'm going to give Dragon Ball Z Kakarot uh, an eight out of ten. Very good, nice, right. Travi Daddy, your turn. Well, good. I was just about to say, I, I think I agree. Um, I've loved Dragon Ball. I love Dragon Ball Z. I love Super. Um, GT was a thing. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> GT was good. Like, I like GT. I liked how it introduced Super Saiyan 4, but I hate how it's like you don't ever get to see that anymore because it's in GT. So, but right. um, anyways, back to the to the game as a whole. I think it was good. Uh, I like it. I'd say, yeah, probably an 8. Uh, eight out of ten for me. Now, yeah. ladies yeah. and gentlemen, DJ, before you go, I just want to make another announcement. Um, Travis will indeed be back on uh, next week's episode of the Why Not Game podcast. I, I redeemed myself as he celebrates in the background. Good job, it's my buddy. redemption arc. Good job. That's it. Good job. <laughs> um, you know, like like you said, Ben, just complete nostalgia. I remember. Every day at five o'clock on Toonami, on the Toonami block on Cartoon Network, it would be on and we would watch it. I think I would watch it more than you would back then, but I just that that was my jam. And, uh, you know, just so many memories with this and with the game. The fact that they've got, of course, you, you wouldn't have it any other way, but the entire voice cast of the series doing the voices for the game, um, even, in, even in, in the trailer. For this game, it had it had the original guy that did the, you know, next time on Dragon Ball, you know, that guy that had that voice and he was in the trailer explaining everything and that it just it just brought everything back to a whole. It was just so good with gameplay and everything else. I'm getting really excited. Like those of you listening, you can't see, but we actually see each other as we're recording and I'm doing hand motions and just getting all into it, getting a little too close to the microphone. But, but no, I'm, I'm going to go a little bit above you guys and I, I'm going to go, I'm going to go nine out of 10. Um, I would, I, I would love to give it a perfect score. I would just because I, 
want to sound really biased, but but no, there's did um I don't really have any flaws with it other than, you know, like I would I would love it if you were to add, you know, say the Garlic Jr. saga or or even add other really cool elements there and just yeah, I don't know. I, I really don't know what you could add or take away from it, but but yeah, it uh, it's definitely probably in definitely in my top three. But uh, but yeah, it's it's nice. really really good. Wow, I talk a lot. So. No, that's all right. So one thing the- I want to say real quick, can I? If it's okay, sure. um, in this game, unless it like is an absolute dumpster fire. Um, but it's already gotten a 10 out of 10 from me, but the same company that made this game that in the way I want to like describe Dragon Ball Z Kakarot is like, it's basically a beautiful love letter to like the fans of the series as a whole from Dragon Ball to Dragon Ball Super even. Um, Mm. I think that would probably be the perfect description for this game, the way that it's made the graphics, all that stuff. But the same company that made this is also making one piece Odyssey, which comes out in January. And so, I am so, 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 so excited for that game. And I absolutely cannot wait for that game. You and me both. Looks like we have a new game on our schedule. Well, we're going to have to push that one back because I'm going to have to play that one a lot. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to take me a little while to get to beating it. Fabulous. But yes. Fabulous. Well, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Why Not Game podcast. It's been a pleasure discussing this game with two lovely men. And I hope you'll tune in next week when we talk about a doozy. And I said a doozy about this game, but it's a doozy next week too. We can't tell him. We can't tell him. No, it has to be a secret. I think so. What do you? Well, I don't know. I think it should be a secret. You think so? I think we should just wait and just drop a bomb on them on, on the next. Do one. we think that we'd scare them away if we told them what it was? I don't think so. Or do you think, think we would? What I'm thinking we're doing over excite them if we tell them which one it was. It might. Oh. oh, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mind. go ahead. I was yeah. thinking of another one we're doing. My bad. Go ahead. I was like, why would we not share this one? Oh. We're going to be talking about, you know, a game. Um, yes. About a, a superhero. Um, but also not about a superhero. We're going to be talking about the newest release from uh, Warner Brothers Studios. Uh Gotham Knights. Um, yes. It's a doozy. You know, can't wait to talk about that one with you all. Uh, share our mm-hmm. thoughts. Me personally, huge Batman fan. So I'm really excited to share my thoughts on this game with the community. Um, DJ, you've been playing as well, haven't you? Yes, 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 I have. It's uh, it's very enjoyable. Very enjoyable. Um, okay, that's all you need to say? Yeah. That's it? And we're yeah. going to dig dive into that next week but uh any final thoughts before we sign off boys keep on subscribe well i guess you can't really subscribe on spotify but well you can follow so follow yes make sure you're listening yeah uh, leave comments follow us on twitter why not game pod and uh yeah 
Cheers. That's pretty much. That's Fabulous. It. So until next time. Ask yourself. Why not?